finally got out. You know, I was leaving his building one morning. And there was a young lady, a kid, about seven years old, sitting on his stoop. She had a big backpack, a hat, and good walking shoes. And I noticed that. And she was just sitting there, kind of resting her head in her hands. Well, it wasn't that big of a deal. All I noticed it, but didn't think anything of it. And, you know, walked on by, getting ready to start his day. And he got a few paces away. He heard footsteps behind him. And then, hey, are you Ollie the Octopus? I said, oh, uh, yeah, I'm Ollie. What can I do for you? Are you all right? I said, yeah, well, kind of. Um, look, I, I read your stories. I've seen you on the news and stuff. I'm a big fan. I said, oh, um, that's, that's good. Um, nice to meet you. I'm Molly. What's your name? He said, oh, my name's, my name's Mary. I said, well, hi, Mary. Uh, are your parents here somewhere? I said, well, no, that's just it. That's why I need your help. He said, oh, um, yeah, of course. I'll, I'll help you find your parents. He said, no, 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 no. I know where they are. Second time. I said, oh, you're running away. Said, yes, I'm running away. And you, I can tell, are clever, and you know how to stay out of trouble, and you know how to do stuff. And I want to intern with you for like a couple of weeks before I run all the way away. I said, why are you running away? Said, My family, they, they're the pits. I'm sick of them. They're so annoying. They never let me do what I want. My little brother always whining and, and complaining and stuff. And there's a baby, and she's loud. And, and I mean, the baby's pretty cool, but she's also very loud and screamy. And my parents are always tired, and they're always telling me what to do. And I just had enough of it. My family's the worst, and I'm not going to, I'm done, I'm done with it. I'm leaving. I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that you're having such a hard time with your family. She said, yeah. Anyway, so can I hang out with you for like a week and you can show me how to do stuff so I'll be better prepared to be out on my own? Maybe go find a different family? I said, well, I don't know about a couple of weeks. Let's kind of play that by ear. But tell you what, why don't you come along with me today? And she said, okay. What are we, what are we doing? I said, well, here's the thing. When you read the stories that I write down in my journal or, you know, read about the stuff I do in the paper or see it on TV, those are the big, sexy cases, you know, the ones that really, you know, are public and are exciting or mysterious. But that's actually not how I spend most of my professional time. I mean, that's like 30%, and that's a lot. Most privatized, it isn't really that high. Most privatized do a lot less of that kind of thing than I do. So, what's, so what are all the other cases? Well, the thing is, I know a lot about families that are having trouble because the bulk of my work 
it's for families that are in trouble, families that are having a hard time getting along, families that are doing mean things to one another. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah, no, we don't talk about it as much. You know, it's not something you want to be broadcasting on the news or writing on a blog or anything like that. You know, it's something you generally want to keep quiet. And, you know, your clients expect that. I said, oh, okay. So come along. So they went. And they went over kind of by Charles Street. I said, okay, we're going to wait here. There's going to be a guy in a gray suit. And I'll recognize him, don't worry about that. And when he comes out of the building, we're going to come out and we're just going to casually kind of walk behind him. And we're going to be following him. But play cool. Don't act like you're following him. Just act like you're taking another walk down the street. Just follow my lead. Said, oh, um, I'm okay. So they waited for about half an hour until this guy with gray suit and bright red hair came out of the building. He was tall and handsome. And yeah, he had that gray suit with a blue tie, fancy shoes. And he turned and started walking up the street away from Ollie and Mary. And I said, okay, here we go. And started walking. Mary started walking behind him. I was like, come on, walk up next to me like we were going somewhere together. It's weird to have you following me like three paces behind. Come on, walk up next to me. You can pretend like we're talking about something. So she came up next to him and they walked. And then the man with the gray suit got into a car. Well, I very carefully got his camera out on his phone, pretending like he was stopping to take a text. Even made it, had a little trick to make it make a little beeping noise, like he was getting a text. And he held it up, still pretending to take a text, and took a photo of the car that he got into. Got the license plate number. And then he kept on walking by. I said, all right, come on, we're going to walk by. And he held the phone down like he was just holding it in his hand, but he was actually pointing it towards the car. And as they walked by, Holly took video of the man in the car. Because he'd gotten into the passenger side. And I said, don't look. I'll show you the video in a minute. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to see. And so I got video of the man in the car of the car as they walked by, but didn't even look. Said, all right, we're going to go into this cafe here. And he just carried the phone, just like he hadn't been doing anything. When they got in the cafe, Ollie reached over and pressed a button on his phone. Then they ordered some coffees, and they sat down in a far corner. He said, so what was that all about? I said, well, what's going on with that family is that well, let's watch the video. And they, oh, they turned on the video, and in the video, she could see very clearly that the man had gotten into a car, and there was a woman in the car. And as they walked by, as the video, he was kissing the woman in the car. She said, and I said, okay, I don't, I don't understand. I said, well, the problem is that that lady is not that guy's wife. That guy's wife thinks that her husband is seeing other women. 
So she hired me to, to follow him around and try and get evidence, try and get video. So, yeah. Now I have video. Now I have some identifying information for the other woman, some proof. You didn't see, but I actually videotaped him getting into the car and got his face and everything. Um, so I'll give this to her, and she'll do with it what she wants, but probably they're, from when I was talking to her, she's probably going to ask for divorce. They're going to separate. It's going to be really hard on their family. I said, what do you mean? So, oh, well, they have, they have kids, um, two of them. One's 11 and one's 14. It's going to be, it's going to be really sad. Oh, well, you can't give it to her then. You can't. You, you don't want it to mess up the family. I said, no, you don't understand. The family's already messed up. I have to give it to her. She's, that's what she's paying me to do. But even if I didn't, it would just simmer and simmer. There's a chance that they might get counseling and they might stay together and they might heal things up. But just prolonging him lying to her isn't helping anything or anyone. She said, oh, that's hard. I said, yeah. So you're going to send her that video? So now I'll take it back to my office later and I'll clip out the end part where we're just walking down the street. Uh, but yeah, I've got a little some reports, some other stuff I've observed that I'll send over to her. Um, I'll do that later, though. We've got some other stuff we need to do. So finish up your hot cocoa. So Molly finished the coffee, and Molly finished up her hot cocoa. I said, all right, we're going to get on a bus. We need to go downtown. And they went downtown. And, um... They stopped at a large, a large house. Well, I mean, they got off the bus, you know, at a bus stop. And I said, all right, um, we need to go in to this thrift store here and get you a disguise. I have a disguise already. I said, a disguise? I said, yeah, yeah. We need to pretend to be maids. And you're going to need to pretend to be my uh, adopted daughter. She said, um, okay, that's real weird. Would they let an octopus adopt a human? I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they would. We're just going to be real confident about it and not really make a big deal out of it. Actually, we not, might not even mention it unless they ask. So they went and they found something that looked kind of like a maid's uniform, uh, probably for Mary. And she went ahead and changed into it there in the changing room and put their all other clothes in her backpack. And they went to this big, fancy house. Oh, I'd gotten into his costume as well, although there wasn't much to his costume. Just a hat and a little bow tie. And they answered the door. I said, hi, I'm from the cleaning service. I said, oh, good, good. I'm glad you're here. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and get started. Do you know what you're here to do? I said, yeah. Uh, the dispatch thing said, need to clean up the kitchen, do the bathrooms, and then uh, do the windows in the library. I said, yeah, yeah, if you see anything else that you think really needs to be done, uh, if you want to just write it down, let me know at the end when you finish those things, and we'll see whether or not I think that makes sense. I said, sure, sure, that makes sense. All right. 
So they went over and they started in the kitchen. And Mary said, I don't understand. You also work as a maid? Well, I said, no. No, this is, a, this is a contract, too. This is an investigation. He said it very quietly, of course, so that the people wouldn't hear. I said, no, I've been hired for this one by Child Protective Services. I said, oh, what's happening? Well, they're not sure. But the kids have been showing up with bruises. And uh, they just seemed scared about everything from the teachers said. So they hired me to come in here and try and see what's going on. People who are rich like this, they won't even notice if, you know, cleaners are around, usually anyway. So they worked in the kitchen for a while, and then they started hearing this yelling. A lot of yelling, swear words. I said, oh, okay, I guess we better keep our eyes peeled. And I said, yeah, are you going to get video? I said, no, no, I don't need video. Uh, for Child Protective Services, uh, my word is enough. They can come in with a warrant and investigate. So I don't need to get video, which is good, because that'd be hard. That'd be awkward. After a little while, there was more yelling, and the yelling came downstairs. And a kid, like 13 or so, came stomping through the kitchen and yelling at her dad. Out of nowhere, the dad just flung a basketball and hit her right in the chest, and knocked her over, and she banged her head on the ground. And I winced, and Mary winced. I said, just look down. Just look down and pretend that they can't see you. They'll pretend they can't see you. They see us. Mary said, this is real weird. But I know. I know. It's not good. And the girl got up crying and ran out of the house. That gave Ollie and Marius sort of a scowl and stormed off himself back upstairs. And I said, is that it? Is that all you need? Well, I said, yeah, but we're going to keep on going for a little bit longer. So they finished the kitchen and they did the other things they were just supposed to do, the bathrooms and the windows and the library. And um, after that, they were done, they went to go find the wife. And um, she's going give to give them a tip, which is normal to do. And I said, they didn't really see anything else that needed, you know, needed badly to be cleaned. And she was going off to get her pocketbook. The husband came storming in and said, what? What are you doing? We pay the service. I was just going to give them a tip. I think they did a really good job. I said, I've had enough of this. Giving up money to everybody like it's candy. And he snatched the purse out of her hand and slapped her hand away from it. The woman just looked at Ollie and Mary, just embarrassed, horrified. She said, I'm sorry. Um, thank you. I said, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. And he and Mary left. And started walking back toward the bus. And Mary said, That's, that was pretty bad. He could have really hurt that girl, and he was really mean to her, that, and to his wife. 
I said, yeah, no, it's, it's hard to see. Uh, it's, it's, honestly, and that's, this part of my job is way harder than fighting monsters and vampires and stuff. Anyway, um, the next one is kind of uptown. And I said, actually, um, Ollie. I said, yeah, what's, going, what's up? You all right? Sorry, I didn't mean for you to have to see all that. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I said, no, it's okay, but I'm, I think I better go back to my family. I, I think maybe they're not so bad. I said, oh. I said, yeah, I think maybe, in fact, they're, they're pretty great. And, and I want to go back and give my mom and dad and my brother a hug. I, um, I didn't realize how good I had it, but I think I do now. I said, oh, okay, yeah, I can delay the other thing. Um, let's get a taxi. We can get you there faster than the bus. And so they got in a taxi. I'll have the slide run down, and Mary gave the taxi driver her address, and they drove. And I said, Mary I said, can I pay for the taxi or something? I really I feel bad that you're paying for everything. And I said, no, don't worry about it. Not a problem. I had to come uptown anyway. Only a little bit more expensive than the bus. Don't worry about it. Um, you have a good day, Mary. I enjoyed spending time with you. I'm sorry it was such a sorry I had to hang around for the hard stuff and not the fun stuff. She said, "No, it's okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that I did. Thank you for taking the time with me." I said, "Sure. Have a good day, kid. Come by any time if you want to visit again." She said, "Thanks. I will." And all I got out of the taxi, too. He actually wasn't that far from his next thing, and he was just going to walk. So he walked away, and then he heard, Ollie, hold on. And I stopped and turned around. And Mary came and gave him a big hug. Said, That's hard. Did you have to do that every day? I said, yeah, I mean, it's not that intense every day. But yeah, some families have a lot of trouble. Some families, every family fights a little bit. but. It can be hard. Family stuff's often hard. Okay, thank you again, Ollie. She ran back into her house. And Ollie headed off to his next thing. And that was the case of Ollie and the intern.